At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, on the eve of the NFL Conference Championships, we're live from the Circa Sportsbook VSIN studio downtown Las Vegas. Scott Spreitzer is back Woo! from injury. <laughs> nice job with your quick recovery back here to uh, preview <laughs> the AFC and NFC championship games how you doing scott i'm doing well man i i still say that you know the best the best method to get better quickly is a glass or two of woodford reserve <laughs> <laughs> i said a bottle or two well there you go okay. i was i was being nicer you know family show matt you know so but yeah feeling much better and uh ready to go can't wait to watch the games and it was really weird last week sitting at home on a saturday night on a couch watching basketball games mm-hmm. and football games. Yeah. Very strange to not be here, but uh, we're ready to go this week. It's great to be here in studio. We could talk football for three hours, which we're going to do tonight. And also we're going to watch the basketball games we have action on at the same time. Uh, Scott Spritzer, <laughs> you can find him at Doc Sports. And um, Scott's been here the entire season as a co-host. we got some of our regulars on the show tonight. Chris Andrews, South Point Sportsbook Director. Paul Bovey, professional sports better. Will Hill, VEASAN analyst, and how about JVT, VEASAN host, who's uh, had a really good NFL season. He's going to join us in the final hour tonight. Scott, let's open and kick it off here with Bengals and Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and his high ankle sprain on his right leg, which has been a hot topic of conversation all week. And Of course, the uh, the favorite has flipped in this game. Mm-hmm. Chiefs now favored here at Circus Sports and DraftKings, one-and-a-half-point favorites, total of 48 in the game in Kansas City. Will you bet this before seeing how Patrick, 
Patrick Mahomes is moving around on the field on Sunday? You know, I guess I could answer it this way. I've got action on the other game on this one. I don't yet, other than a couple of props. Uh, but I think it's a good game to bet in-game and pretty early in-game uh, because I think we're going to know after a couple of series if Patrick Mahomes is going to be you know, hamstrung or hampered by the ankle injury. And, you know, I, I like KC in this spot. It, it takes a lot for me to go mm-hmm. against home teams in the conference championships. And I do like him in this spot. We'll get into that a little bit later. But I don't want to be on KC if Mahomes is hamstrung. Uh, if you remember a few years ago when they played Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, he had a problem with his wheels. And obviously in that game also they had some offensive line issues. Big time offensive but, yeah. line issues. And, and so he had that. He had the, the injure, injury to his foot, and they get killed 31-9. to nine. That's not all on Patrick Mahomes' injury because, as we said, they had the offensive line problem uh, when they went into the Super Bowl. But, you know, we're going to find out early on. Can he pivot like he does when he's, you know, running parallel to the line of scrimmage and trying to buy time for his receivers, looking downfield, escaping a little bit of pressure? Can he pivot and throw off of that ankle? And that's what we're going to find out, I think, in the first couple of series. It's kind of reminds me of my thought going into the Eagles game first post game with Jalen Hurts who had come off the injury, hadn't played for a couple of games. It was in game that game for me. And it was a situation of if I'm watching Jalen Hurts pull the ball back, pull the ball back to himself and run with on RPOs or calling his own number on running plays, then I know that Hurts is is fine mm-hmm. and I could jump in on him early in game. And that's kind of the way I feel about Mahomes is that uh, we're going to know early and that's when I'm going to choose to jump in if I can see that he's looking like you know, he could still do what makes him great or come close to it. Uh, we tried to get Patrick Mahomes to join the show tonight. He said he was tied <laughs> up. He couldn't call in. So we, we've got a video clip of his press conference this week talking about his ankle, ankle injury. So uh, let's let Patrick Mahomes explain uh, what it's like trying to come back quickly from a high ankle sprain. Yeah, I mean, no one knows unless they get to actually put their hands on it and see it. Um, but all I can do is just prepare my body the best way possible. I mean, I've seen the videos and everything like that of me walking. I don't know what you can really get from me walking. Um, but uh, I think people will see on Sunday where I'm at, and I'll see on Sunday where I'm at. I'm just going to uh, prepare my body the best way during the week to be in the best position possible. You know, I like Mahomes. He's, he's a good guy. But the way he talks kind of sounds like a cartoon character with that yeah, high-pitched voice. Yeah, I've heard Kermit the Frog you know, a few <laughs> yeah, times. Good, but, uh, you know, he always says the right things, though. He does. I mean, he, yeah. he's, he always <laughs> says the right things. The guy, he's obviously the, uh, the one that was born on the right spot when it came to that family, uh, not the bad grape. But, uh, yeah, I mean, when I watched and they were making a big deal about him leaving the podium and walking down a couple of the stairs, and look, he's leading with his, his uninjured foot. He's not leading with that. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, let's see the guy get out there and uh, run around the field a little bit with guys chasing him. But they said, you know, practice sessions were full contact. Everything about it was full. There was no limited action that he was, you know, out there when he was practicing the last couple of days of practice for the Chiefs. So we'll see if he's ready to go. But again, man, I, I think the cool thing about this is, Matt, is we're going to know very early. I hope the Chiefs get the ball first mm-hmm. because I want to know within a few minutes into the game if this guy's favoring that ankle or not. I think it makes a huge difference. So I couldn't jump on them. Uh, in this in this football game until I find that out. I know others who have that I respect. I got no problem with that at all. I think Casey's the right side if he's healthy. I also think and we can get deeper into this as we move on, but the things that Cincinnati has been able to do to Kansas City over the last three games have been pretty amazing with that defense. They've rushed three pass rushers, and Kansas City hasn't been able to stop them. They've rushed the typical four. They haven't been able to stop him. They put eight guys in coverage. Mahomes has to search and search and search while he's under pressure trying to find open receivers. 
man, I, I think Cincinnati comes out in eight-man coverage, and they do the same. Uh, if the three guys can still get a little bit of pressure on him, make him run outside of the pocket, we're going to find out like that whether he's healthy or not, especially with that eight-man coverage because you got to hold the ball a little bit. you got to move around parallel to the line of scrimmage, which Mahomes does when he's healthy, if you've got eight-man coverage against the guys you're trying to throw to. So I think we'll, I think we'll know pretty early on. You know, I agree with what you're saying there, and I did not make a big play on this, but I kind of did a 180 this week. I thought if Mahomes' mobility is going to be compromised, that's a, a major uh, aspect that you take out of that offense. And uh, I was I was starting to like the Bengals, like everybody else early in the week. Sure. And on January 24th here at uh, Circa, the Bengals got up to two-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, right now they're one-and-a-half-point dogs. I did play the Chiefs on the money line at minus 123, uh, here yesterday, and it's not a big play because I also, if the Chiefs fall behind early, you can get a better number on live wagering, and sure. that's why I, you know I never feel a sense of urgency to uh, to play something like this pregame, especially with Mahomes hobbled. Um, I don't feel like it's the uh, the best play out there, but I, I did start to like the Chiefs the more I looked at. It. I was watching some of that practice footage of him spinning around and jogging off the field, right. and I thought, you know, I think he's going to be okay. And he's 0-3 against Joe Burrow. They blew a big lead to the Bengals yep. a year ago in the playoffs. And also, Scott, I kind of feel like I talked myself into it this way. You're getting the Chiefs at a cheap price. Absolutely. Because this normally this uh, price would be about 6, right? Right. It'd and, be higher than this, yeah. Yeah. It, it would be north of a field goal for right. sure. Anywhere between 4 or 6. I've I heard some people. 4.5-ish. Yeah, I heard some people say six and a half, seven. I don't think it would be quite that high, but mm -hmm. 4.5 to 6 maybe. Uh, so you get into Chiefs at a cheap price, and that's how I talk myself into it. But once we see Mahomes out there running around, if uh, if he does look hobbled, that's going to be a concern. But I think live betting is a good way to approach this game as well. But I did bet the Chiefs at minus 123, not a big play. It's going to be interesting. It's like a half-unit play uh, pregame. Yeah, and I get it. And it's, I mean, Obviously, like you said, you're way ahead of the point spread if he's able to go out there and he's 90% of his normal self. It's also going to be interesting to see if Cincinnati can pass block for Burrow as well as they did last mm -hmm. week because they're still missing three offensive linemen, uh, Jonah Williams being the most important of the bunch, and yet they just demolished Buffalo in the line of scrimmage. It'll, it's a different animal going up against the Kansas City Chiefs if they're going to be able to pass block for Burrow. He was sacked, what, 40 times, 41 times this season with the starting linemen for the most part. So if, they, if these three can come out and, and block, both pass block and run block, like they did last week, then it's game over in all likelihood. But, man, I just don't know that they can do that against pretty good KC defense. And I think even though they gave up a little bit more than some people thought they would before the season began, uh, they're probably a little bit undervalued as far as I'm concerned, the KC defense, once they started kicking things into gear. So uh, the two biggest keys for me, generate pressure. If you're the Kansas City Chiefs defense, you got to generate pressure. And then the offense needs to beat that eight-man coverage. They've seen it three times over the last year plus, season plus. You should learn from that. And so if they can get things done against eight-man coverage, generate pass rush with their defense, then they got a good shot to win this game. That's why I always say when you got two teams that are on a neutral field, let's say, this close to being evenly matched, mm -hmm. and you've got one team that has been able to do something a little bit out of the ordinary to win these games two or three times over less than two full seasons, that team that's winning – doesn't make adjustments. The team that lost learns from what they saw. They make adjustments. And then the Bengals, in all likelihood, if Mahomes is healthy, are going to have to adjust throughout the course of the game. So I think that's a little bit of an advantage for Kansas City going into this one. I do too.
And also, uh, the way the Bengals' offensive line dominated the Bills' defensive line a week ago it surprised me, and I'm sure everyone else. Absolutely. Uh, that's not going to happen against the Chiefs and Chris Jones no. up front. So uh, I, I look at that aspect of the matchup as well. Since week eight of the 2021 season, check this out. The uh, Chiefs are 26-2 and against all teams but the Bengals. 0-3 <laughs> against the Bengals. So 26-5 and in that span, 0-3 against the Bengals. Uh, this is one team that has been a bugaboo for uh, the Chiefs. I, the more uh, the more I thought about this game and looked at everything this week, the more I started to like the Chiefs. Uh, also, here's a good prop. I was just talking with Jeff Benson down here at the uh, Circa Sportsbook right before the show. And Circa put this uh, prop up. Will backup quarterback Chad Henney play at least <laughs> one snap for Kansas City? The yes is now plus 325. The no minus 400. It was the no minus 825, yes, plus 600. So actually yeah. taking some action on the yes, which is not a surprise when you put up a prop like that. Not a lot of people want to play the, uh, lay the price, Scott, similar to the Brett Maher extra point prop that was up last week. And I didn't you, see it till today. I was bummed yeah. because it did drop. And yeah. I probably would have put a little pizza money, if you will, on plus 600. Uh, because if Mahomes is at all bothered or gets you know nicked up during the game, re-injures that ankle that obviously – and he's got to be there. Now, if Mahomes had no injury issues and you put up that prop, uh, you got a heck of a huge uh, favorite on the no. Mm -hmm. But again, I mean, he's that close. He's one tough tackle or twisted ankle at the bottom of a pile away from Chad Henney playing in that game. I saw plus 600 on an email that I think you sent me. Somebody else did, but I can't bet it now, plus 325. Yeah, some other books have got that prop up too. If you're searching for it, I know Westgate Superbooks got it up. I think uh, you can find around plus four or plus 500 on that. But obviously the... Uh, yes, for Henny playing a snap is going to be a popular play with the public. Back, we're going to talk about Niners-Eagles next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, welcome back to a segment of Sunday Bet Prep presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're seeking, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf-free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online and find a store near you at zen.com, Z-Y-N.com today. Warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. All right, back here on the Sunday Bet Prep Show, Matt Humans with a healthy and fired-up Scott Spreicher <laughs> as we uh, break down the conference championship games. And we're going to talk a lot about these uh, through the course of three hours tonight with a bunch of great guests on the show. We just kicked it off with Bengals Chiefs. And, uh, Scott, we started this show about 21 weeks ago. <laughs> we were hyping uh, you and I both. We didn't meet about this before, but we were hyping the Philadelphia Eagles and a lot of preseason bets. Last week on the show, I played a clip uh, from a VSIN show on May 10th when I was talking about the Eagles uh, to win the division and uh, talking about their Super Bowl odds at 50 to 1 at the South Point at that point. I didn't uh, buy in on the Eagles until 40 to 1, so I was there a little bit late. It was not a big bet for me, but had the Eagles to win the division, win the NFC. Got a lot on the line this week, and yet I still played the Eagles minus two and a half <laughs> against the 49ers. We're going to push all the chips in the middle of the table. <laughs> And bank on Jalen Hurts. I'm going to ask you, Brock Purdy is a fifth rookie quarterback yep. to start a conference title game. The previous four went 0-4. Do you think this is finally the game where Brock Purdy, and may, may arguably the toughest road environment in the league, in his first road playoff start, his confidence starts to crack a little bit. Do you think that might be the case? I don't know if his confidence is going to crack. The guy's pretty amazing. I mean, last week, you know, against the Dallas Cowboys – which was one of the toughest metric-wise defenses that he's faced, and I'll mm-hmm. get into that, some of those metrics in a minute. And he, he struggled in the first half. We finally, But I never saw, like, it never made me feel like this guy thinks he's not going to get it done or he's lost his confidence. 
He's just not sure how to operate against this defense, and he got a little bit better in the second half. So I don't know that the confidence is going to fade. Maybe if he gets popped in the chop, chops a couple of times, that'll happen. But I don't like him in this spot. I'm with you on Philadelphia. I laid the, the two and a half. And if you look at what he's done, I don't know if you can judge this against the Seahawks and against the Raiders, but you know he went up against two teams on the road in road games. Those are the two teams. They're defensive DVOAs. I'm not the first one to talk about this. We're 21st and 31st. Well, the Eagles are sixth in that same metric on defense. They're number one against the pass. Uh, they're also number one in defensive. This is one of the metrics I wanted to bring up. One of the number one in the defensive EPA dropback metrics in the average defense that he's faced before Dallas was number 21. He goes up against Dallas. Dallas was top 10. They were, I think they were sixth in that metric EPA dropback. And what we saw was Purdy struggle for at least two quarters, maybe mm-hmm. two and a half. Now he's got to go up against the best in that metric. And we'll see if he can handle it because he hadn't faced any really good defenses in that metric until last week. And, of course, Dallas held the Niners to, uh, what, four field goals, a touchdown, and 312 yards. EPA dropback metric, what it is, it helps account for a quarterback's ability to pass and scramble as opposed to solely using passer ratings. It's exactly how it's said, and I read it word for word to try to make that clear. So now he's going to face a team that knows how to shut that down. And, and I don't think he's going to be able to scramble as much or look downfield as much and hold on to the football as long against this defense. And if he can't, maybe that confidence will kind of wane a little bit. I, I just think he's a, an extremely confident kid. Um, he makes great decisions. We talked about you know, weeks ago, maybe two months ago, I talked about one of the best incomplete passes I ever saw was thrown by the rookie, Brock Purdy, when he was under pressure, making sure the ball went out of bounds, didn't throw it into coverage like some veterans do or take a big sack. Uh, So he's smart, but man, this defense and 70 sacks on the season for Philly, 15 better than any other team as far as sacks are concerned. And 75 if you count the five of Daniel Jones last week. Yeah, 75 if you count the postseason. So it is a situation where he is going to face pressure at times of this game. It might be more than he's ever faced. San Francisco does well at going up against teams that can do this. But again, he will have to face this at least a few times in this game where there's pressure coming, he's got to throw the ball quicker than he wants, or he's getting hit with the ball still in his hand and he's got to bounce back. We haven't seen him do that yet consistently against a team that gets that pass rush. That's one of the reasons I had to play against San Francisco this week. I I just can't see this rookie, as good as he's been, Mm -hmm. going up against the best defense he's ever seen and being able to pull off another victory. Dallas would have won that game. I still say it. If they've got a good quarterback at quarterback, a good postseason quarterback, instead of Dak Prescott, they win that game. I had San Francisco last week. I was scared out of my wits for 90% of that game. And if they had a quarterback playing better than Dak Prescott, they win that football game in all likelihood. I agree. Actually, I was on the 49ers too. And uh, I said, this game is right there for the Cowboys to win. They just got to take sure. it. And Dak Prescott gave it away. He did. He gave it away. Two picks in the first half. Yeah. I mean, and the first pick that Dak threw last week, just an inexcusable throw. You, you cannot make that throw. And uh, he actually was that the underthrown pass. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, he could have thrown three picks in that game sure. easily. Uh, pre- as good as Dak was at Tampa, that's as bad. He was that bad against uh, San Francisco. And uh, okay, well, the Cowboys are a clumsy team too. They find sure. ways to lose, and that's another reason why I wanted wanted to bet against them last week in back-to-back uh, road spots and on a short week. But back to Brock Purdy, he's seven and zero as a starter. Uh, completing uh, about 67% of his passes, 13, let's see, including the p- playoffs, 16 touchdowns, four interceptions. 
like you said, he's only taken 14 sacks through that time, so he's not making many mistakes. But uh, this is, I mean, it's pretty obvious. This is going to be his biggest test, toughest challenge. On the road in Philly against this defense, uh, in terms of yards allowed, the best pass defense in the NFL. So let's hear Kyle Shanahan brag about Brock Purdy and his grasp on the offense, and uh, we'll see if he still feels this way after Sunday's game. Uh, he's been great. I mean, he um, he just tries to soak it in throughout the week. I mean, it's always harder on Wednesdays when you get so much and you're not going to get it right then, and he doesn't seem to over panic about it. He takes each rep, walk through the meetings, every clip we show. You can just tell he is locked in and just building up information all the time, and um, that's what you want players and coaches to do. It's never a final product on Wednesday, but um, you work your butt off throughout the week, and usually by Saturday night it's pretty clear, and that's what he's shown. He's been able to handle the pressure throughout the week because sometimes it's, you want to go out there and look great for all your teammates, but you don't always know that on Wednesday and Thursday, and you just keep reviewing the tape, keep going through the looks, and you make sure you're there Saturday night so you can sleep comfortably and wake up extremely confident. Kyle Shanahan rewriting the dictionary there with the new word <laughs> over panic. He never over panics. <laughs> I, I, I've done that many times, so I'm not going to make fun of him. <laughs> but I did kind of tune him out there when he got to over panic. You know, kind of <laughs> lost me at that point. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I do a show. I've, I, I've told you before. I, we might have said this on, on the air before. But on Fridays, I've been doing this show in Phoenix for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, and yesterday, the, the co-host of that show is a guy by the name of Dan Manucci, uh, who's actually getting a lot of media lately because he we call him the quarterback whisperer. He's got a quarterback camp in the Phoenix area, and one of the players that he worked with was Brock Purdy before he got into college, before he got the scholarship to go to Iowa State. And he's been asked by media all over the place, did you have any vision of this guy doing what he's doing? Well, obviously, if he's being honest, he's going to say no, uh, not in the first year or two, but he did talk about his mental toughness. You know, the guy's undersized. He has undersized hands. He doesn't overpanic. But 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 he doesn't have, you know, maybe the strongest arm there is out there, and he's not a big guy, but he just is smart, and he keeps it together between the years. And that's one of the things Manucci uh, has told me many times, going back to the Iowa State days, he goes, this kid's just got it between the years better than just about anybody he had ever coached or, or taught or brought up in his quarterback camp. So there is that, that you always got to factor into this. This kid just bounces back from tough hits and tough beats when he's on the field, and and uh, that's that's tough to overcome when you got a guy that never panics and never makes those kind of mistakes. Going to be tough against this defense. Uh, but, again, I give Brock Purdy a ton of credit for what he's done, obviously. You know, we hear uh, – or I, I believe a lot of the same things are true about Jalen Hurts. And Nick Sirianni says the same, same thing about Hurts and how great he is as a leader, his mental toughness. And uh, we've seen that throughout the season. I thought Hurts looked really good last week. I was concerned about his shoulder going into the game. He had uh, nine running attempts. Seven of those were designed runs, which you have you have to have that running threat sure. when you're running that uh, zone read offense because if the quarterback's not a running threat, it's not going to work. Right. The three running backs that the Eagles employed last week had uh, 234 yards Crazy. on 35 carries. And that doesn't happen if Jalen Hurts is not a running threat, but he ran that offense uh, perfectly a week ago. I think, Scott, the difference in this game – <clears throat> and, a, and a big reason I bet the Eagles, you can look, these teams are relatively even in a lot of areas. Sure. Jalen Hurts has got to be able to make more plays than Brock Purdy. Mm. And I think that's going to be the difference. Well, absolutely. Plus yeah. he's got a thousand yard rusher, 2000 yard receivers. Surrounded you know, to by work weapons. With. Yeah. So San Francisco has a lot of weaponry, but Philly's one of the few teams that can match it and maybe even be better because of the experience in Jalen Hurts compared to Brock Purdy. And, and, uh, you know, listen, they've covered seven in a row as single-digit chalk with Jalen Hurts as quarterback. 
Uh, it's just tough to go against Jalen Hurts in the spot when you're talking about a rookie QB on the other side mm-hmm. of the line of scrimmage. Well, hopefully Hurts lives up to our hype tomorrow. I think he will. Scott, we're going to be joined next by Chris Andrews, South Point Sportsbook Director, who's got a lot to say about the betting on the game between the Niners and the Eagles. Chris Andrews on deck. Stay tuned. VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. All right, if you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, and who's not, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by show hosts and guests, betting splits, deep dive betting reports, and a lot more. Don't miss out on this limited time offer vsin.com slash subscribe for only $9.99. vsin.com slash subscribe. All right, Chris Andrews, South Point Sportsbook Director, a world-famous author, joins us now. And uh, Chris, thanks for jumping on tonight. Do you and Scott want to continue your conversation (laughs) from off the air about the movie The Whale? Uh, We can talk about it later, I guess. I'll just say it's a must-see. So there you go. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Is it fair to say you had a whale come out to the South Point today and bet the Eagles? Because Jimmy Vaccaro tweeted a ticket here. Jimmy V put this up on Twitter. Uh, Eagles minus two and a half are one hundred and ten thousand dollars. Have you seen a lot of Eagles bets like that this week? Not necessarily that big. Is that the biggest one? That's the biggest one. You know, Matt. I got to tell you, the, the handle on both these games has just been unbelievable. I mean, yeah, we got that one for a hundred. I think Jimmy tweeted out another one for 30. Uh, I think that might've been on the Bengals. Uh, but I mean, we're all over the place. You know, we had a couple of fifties that the hundred is the biggest one, but a couple twenties, couple thirties, you know, a lot of tens, you know I mean? It's, the the action's been this is one of the best I've ever seen. Seems like I say that every year, but this one <laughs> seems like uh, you know one of the best I've ever seen. It's a fantastic action. I'm sitting there getting ready for the show a few hours ago, Chris, and I'm I've got my line service up, and all of a sudden, bling, South Point to three from two and a half, and I thought, well, there's my first question. You think you'll get to three, Chris? <laughs> and then I find out well. and I see the picture of that <laughs> ticket, and it got to three. But uh, I was going to ask you about KC Cincy real quick because. I don't know, yesterday or maybe it was Thursday night, um, I was listening to a show, a couple of bookmakers talking about how evenly spread the money is among sharps. It's like they got as many sharps on Cincy as they do on KC and vice versa. Are you seeing the same thing on that game at the South Point? Yeah, I would probably concur with that. Uh, you know, again, a ton of money both ways. Of course, you know, the, the Mahomes, um, a threat of an injury, you know, had a lot to do with it. You know, we moved from, I think we opened pick. Our first bet was on the Chiefs. We went to Chiefs one, and we all went all the way up to two Bengals. And I know there were some two and a halves around. And I remember telling guys, I said, yeah, let's, let's take a bet before we go to two and a half. And, like, right after I said that, it started coming back the other way. And uh, now, you know, they, I saw Kelsey, his back is hurt. Now, I'm sure he's going to play. But, I mean, he's such a big weapon. I, I was surprised the number didn't move a little bit more towards the Bengals' way. But, you know, we've had great action today. No, I don't think we've moved that game. At, I shouldn't say that. We did move the money line. I moved to a dime line on the money line, and, we, and that always generates a ton of business. So we did move the money line a little bit, but we've stuck to the one and a half. 
what would you make that line if if Mahomes was certainly you're you were absolutely certain he was healthy. He didn't have the problem last week. Matt and I were discussing a little bit earlier in the show. What do you make that number of KC with a healthy Mahomes? You know, I make it a little lower than other people. I was thinking two and a half. You know, I would not have gone to three. You know, I've been saying it for a couple of years. You know, everybody tells me how tough it is to win in KC, which it is. But it's tough to beat KC on the road, too. I mean, you know, they're, they're no cakewalk anywhere you play them. So I think their home field advantage, to me, is a little bit overrated. They're just a good team no matter where they play. And I just love the way this Cincinnati team has come around, you know. And, uh, I mean, Joe Burrow gets a lot of the credit as well he should. But I personally would not have gone to three. But I know a lot of other guys think it should have been three or even higher. But, you know, listen, that's what makes gambling, Scott. We all have disagreements on what the number is, you know. Well, rewind a year ago when the Bengals played in Kansas City. Scott, what was the number in that game? It was seven, I believe. Right? So seven was it that high? Chiefs were seven recall. point favorites. Yeah. Seven. I think it even went to seven and a half at times. Yeah. You know? yeah. So Chris, yeah. if you look at it from that perspective, and the Chiefs blew a big lead in that game, and I think yeah. the Bengals have earned a lot more respect uh, since then. Could you say the Chiefs? You're getting at a cheap price right now, minus one and a half. Would you look at it that way or not? Well, you know, again, Matt, that's one way to look at it. But like I said, that's why, you know, that's why we have gambling. You know, we look at all kinds of different things and in different ways. You know, you certainly, you don't want to look at a number and say, oh, that's the perfect number. Well, no, I mean, that ain't going to be any good. Uh-huh. You know, you've got to have an angle of some kind. I'll tell you what worries me about the game is like last week, we were worried about that Cincinnati offensive line. It did not come to fruition last week. However, this is a whole different week, and I think the pass rush for Kansas City is uh, is a little stronger. And I think that that weakness, you know, the injuries on the offensive line for the Bengals, you know, may show this week where it didn't last week. You know, that's one thing that I'm going to watch. I really think this is a game, and we've got a ton of business, obviously, but I also think this is a game that could lend itself uh, to to betting in game. You, know, you see how Mahomes' health is. You see how Kelsey is. You see how that offensive line is going to hold up. So I think this is a game where uh, probably a lot of pros are going to be looking to be bet- betting this in-game. Maybe they you know, accentuate their side or to get off their side. That was a pro tip offered by Scott Spreitzer. And uh, when we opened the show tonight, uh-huh. talking about betting in-game and uh, you know, seeing the health of uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and it might be a better way to play it. Uh, Chris, how is the handle? I'm just curious. How's it going to compare from uh, the first game to the second with uh, Niners Eagles being the first game? Which one's going to have a bigger handle? Wow, I, you know, right now I would say probably the Niners and Eagles, just because you know we do everything at eleven to ten, and when you get those two and a half threes, um, you know, that really can spur a lot of action. I think right now we're, I think we're the only two and a half flat. Uh, last I looked anyway. And then when we go to three, of course, we're the only three flat. So that just really spurs a lot of action. Uh, so a lot of it is uh, professional players with, you know, some really, really big bets. But as far as ticket counts go, uh, it's, it's almost identical uh, between the two. And, of course, you know how it is. You know, once the first game's over, everybody's going to sure. try to get even or get even worse on that second. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> Follow him on Twitter at Andrew Sports. And, Chris, you tweeted this uh, in the past couple days. Quote, I don't pretend to know the winner, but I thought Philly minus one and a half was a good number. 49ers plus three or with a high money line seems like value to me. Believe they're 
are some betters that feel the same. So that's still the way you're looking at this game. You think uh, Philly minus one and a half is the right number here? Yeah, I did think Philly minus one and a half is the right number. You know, uh, I mean, I know, you know, Lane Johnson, I mean, he's supposed to be healthy, but, you know, you never know if he's 100%. I doubt that he is. You know, we worried about Hurts last week, you know, not being 100%. It showed the not be true, but you never know. Sometimes week to week that could change. Yeah, I think the big question mark is Brock Purdy. You know, he's been – he's answered the call. And, I mean, how can you not root for this kid? But now going into Philadelphia, you know, as a rookie, I mean, that's, that's got to be tough. That's tough for anybody. So my, I have a question there. But I still thought one and a half was a good number. And like I said, there, there, there are guys. I mean, you can see we got a lot of money today plus three. Obviously, some big plungers think that plus three is a, is a pretty good bargain. You know, plus $1.37 on the money line. You know, we were at plus 140 a lot of guys took the plus 140. So again, I I think I'm uh, I think I'm saying it right. I'm not I'm not trying to pick the winner, but I think there is value uh, at either plus three or you know plus anything over a dollar thirty really on the 49ers. I think would would uh, you know I think there, there's value in either one of those bets. You said, how can you root against this guy when you lay two and a half like I did? You can root against him. <laughs> are, are you exposed? Oh, God. I might be rooting against him, too. I don't know what I'm going to need. <laughs> you know, Michael Glunt called me today. He says, what are we going to need? I said, I have no idea. We're just booking action. And you know, call me at post time tomorrow. I'll let you know who to root for. <laughs> In the old radio days, I used to ask Jimmy, so are you exposed on any of these games? You know, kind of chuckle. And he goes, I just moved this or that, and I'm fine. What do you think? Are you exposed yeah. on either one of these games? Well, I mean, I can tell you right now, Eagles by three will be no bargain. Okay. Uh, that that won't be a good number. But otherwise, um, no, I'm mean, you know, if it stays away from the numbers, Scott, I, I, yeah, I'm in pretty good shape either way. Of course, you know, we're what uh, a little over what 18 hours of game time, and you know, that could sure. change. You know, so who knows? But right now, ton of business. Right now, the three would be no bargain for the Eagles. But other than that, you know, I mean, that, I'm I'm really in good shape and writing a ton of business. I, I'll tell you what I do. I probably need to beat some teasers on one of these two games. That I could tell you because we're we're taking teasers and we've had a lot of teaser play. You know, mostly on the dogs, which again I see good value there. It teases Niners up to eight and a half. Teases Bengals up to seven and a half. You know, there got to be a little bit of value there. So I kind of I'd like to beat one of the teasers, one of those two. Chris, only about 30 seconds left here. How about Super Bowl futures? Uh, what type of shape are you in with these four teams? Yeah, you know, the worst one for me is the 49ers, and I make about six figures there. So no real complaints at all. So um, uh, dinner at the Greek place, the new Greek place, if it opens is on Chris Andrews, right? <laughs> Sounds good to me. Hey, we, for you two guys, yeah, we could do that. All right, all right. Uh, there you go. Love it's it. on tape. <laughs> all right, Chris Andrews, South Point Sportsbook Director. <laughs> Hey, Chris, thanks a lot. Have a great weekend. My pleasure. See you guys. Nice talking to you. All right. Follow him at Andrews Sports on Twitter. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. Everybody loves game shows. We're going to play one called Thumbs Up or Thumbs Down. Stay tuned.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sunday Bet Prep with Matt Humans on VEASAN, the sports betting network. All right, football bettors with conference championships this weekend. It's time to check out Bet Rivers. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing the exclusive Bet Rivers Squares contest this football season. Place $10 or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms 
and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Do you know any squares contests for uh, the Super Bowl? Do you get any of those pools? I haven't yet. I do uh, just about every year, but I haven't yet. So I'm sure I'll be in a couple. Yeah. I don't, I'm not crazy about those, but I do them every once in a while. Let's get into uh, the game show we have planned for tonight. And <laughs> we have no theme music for this, but it's called Thumbs Up or Thumbs Down. Get your opinion and uh, my opinion on what's happened here in the offseason so far with some of the key coaching moves or some that might happen uh, right around the corner. And we're going to start here with uh, the Carolina Panthers hire Frank Reich as head coach. Scott, <laughs> thumbs up or thumbs down? I could think of some theme music, and it would be somber. Uh, so I guess that means thumbs, thumbs down, down, kind of. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like it, it's not thumbs up. It's not completely thumbs down. Somewhere in the middle, maybe a lean towards thumbs down on this one. And I get the situation with Steve Wilkes. I know the, the, the fans of the Colts have a petition that they're signing to take it to Earth. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the Colts of Frank Reich. Go back to the Panthers. I'll do that now. Uh, this is what happens when you got games on when you're mm -hmm. talking. But anyway, as far as Frank Reich is concerned, you know, I, I get kind of the reason why they hired him instead of giving the job to Steve Wilkes, and I guess they both made it to the final two as far as the interview process was concerned. He's only had two good seasons and four and a half seasons as a head coach, but right. that's not horrible. Uh, his list of quarterbacks is what I was looking at, Matt. He's had to deal he, – he had Andrew Luck year one, and they go to the playoffs, and I think they were 10-6 and six or 11-5 and five that first year. But since Andrew Luck's retirement, he's had Brissett. Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan at the end of his career, and Sam Ellinger. So we really don't know how good of a coach that Frank Wright can eventually be because he's never had a quarterback. He's got to deal with issues now with Carolina. Are they going to get a quarterback in the draft? So that'll be interesting to see what happens. But, yeah, man, it's like the players wanted Wilkes. They played for him. We talked about, you know, the, we both kind of thought he should have got the job mm -hmm. and been named the permanent coach a couple of weeks before the season even concluded. They were 6-6 six and six with Wilkes, but they bought into what he was saying. They liked him in the locker room. So I don't get it, man. I mean, I understand you got experience in Frank Reich over non-experience as a head coach in Steve Wilkes for the most part. Uh, I think he had one season where he was a coach. And then obviously you got the players, though, that are on his side. I know you don't want to have your players too chummy or too happy about their coach uh, when you're out there in the, in the NFL level. But the bottom line is, is I just thought Wilkes should have got his chance. I really did. Uh, if Frank Reich was a terrific coach, that could coach up. That's another thing I saw, man. I'm sitting here thinking about things as I'm talking. They said that he's a quarterback developer. Who's he developed? He's Not had sure. four quarterbacks outside of Andrew Luck. None of them were able to be developed. Sam Ellinger never got any better. Now, the other three quarterbacks were at the end of their careers, kind of. But I didn't see Sam Ellinger improve at all. Well, Carson the first time Wentz, he stepped in the league. Carson Wentz was his hand-picked exactly. quarterback, yeah. and he did not make him any better. Right. That's an indictment of Frank Reich right yeah. there. So I, I I guess I'm leaning even more thumbs down than I was before. I kind of like Reich as it. a coach, but, you know, I'm not completely sold on him. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going thumbs down here, and the reason why is I thought Steve Wilkes earned the job. So did I. Yeah. He earned it. <clears throat> Frank Reich, by the way, the first ever quarterback in Carolina Panthers history. That's right. Uh, so they're bringing him home. Uh you know, and I would say 90% of the time, if you're a coach and you don't have the right quarterback, things are not going to work out for you. I think Kyle Shanahan's kind of made every quarterback work <laughs> out uh, so far in San Francisco, but not a lot of coaches can do that. But also, you have to blame Reich for the Carson Wentz failure, the Matt Ryan failure, because he picked those guys. Right. Right. And I don't think Phillip Rivers was a, a great decision either. No, it was he was at the end of his career. <clears throat> He, he did have a couple of situations. I remember like a fourth down call inside his own 45 yeah. and 
in a playoff game or whatever it was where he should have punted the ball in fourth and four. And what did he do? He went for it. They didn't get it. They give up a field goal a couple of plays later. So he's made some odd decisions on the field too, besides not developing quarterbacks as far as I'm concerned. I kind of soured on the uh, the, whole, the top of the Colts organization. We're going to talk about that team a little bit uh, later. Mm. So we're giving thumbs down to the Frank Reich hire. We thought it should have been Steve Wilkes. All right, thumbs up or thumbs down. Jets hire Nathaniel Hackett as offensive coordinator. This is to be determined later because if they can bring in Aaron Rodgers <laughs> because they hired Nathaniel Hackett as, his off- as their offensive coordinator, then it's thumbs up, at least for this upcoming season. But, uh, you know, listen, I remember when – you know, he was in Green Bay. There's that quote that Aaron Rodgers said when he when he came out. And he said, "If we better not lose Nathaniel Hackett unless I leave the team." It was kind of along those lines. And so he he was never a great assistant. He was never an excellent assistant or anything like that, except when he was coaching Aaron Rodgers. So how much of that was Rodgers? How much of that was Hackett? I, 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 I would don't say have it's a, mostly Hackett. Uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is not very good. <laughs> no, Scott. of course, it's all, it's all about Nathaniel Hackett. He made see? Aaron Rodgers. I yeah. always throw those at you to see if you're sharp. <laughs> you know, obviously, you are. <laughs> but you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, uh, you know, might be one of those situations where Nathaniel Hackett can get it done as an assistant. He, it's just the Peter Principle thing. Uh, he goes to that next level and he flames out, as we saw. What bothers me about this hire is they used his offense in Denver, and he blew it from the opening snap of center in preseason and so that's scary but if you can bring in Aaron Rodgers you know maybe you give him a break for a year and you call him an almost thumbs up so you're giving almost thumbs up it's caught right in between it's all due to Aaron Rodgers if he comes to the Jets it's a thumbs up okay I'm gonna go thumbs down for now uh if Aaron Rodgers ends up with the Jets I'll uh I'll review my decision there there. you go maybe I'll overturn my decision (laughs) We'll have a replay <laughs> review on that. I can overturn my decision. But I I have not seen anything to indicate Nathaniel Hackett is any sort of offensive genius. No. Just haven't seen it. Okay, thumbs up or down. Patriots hire Bill O'Brien as offensive coordinator. I'm going to say thumbs up, and it has nothing to do with O'Brien. It's Matt Patricia doesn't have to have his head in the mix when it comes to offensive play calling. Mm-hmm. So just that alone is thumbs up, that Matt Patricia won't be doing much with the offense with the New England Patriots. Uh, listen, uh, O'Brien was there from, what, 07 to 2011 or something like that yep. with New England. And uh, so he knows, obviously, Belichick well. He knows how to coach and not uh, cause a problem between himself and Belichick with the players. But he, he's coached receivers, running backs, quarterbacks. He was an offensive coordinator at both the college and pro level. I, I have no problem with this hire. And, again, he did coach the Patriots for four or five seasons and knows what Belichick is trying to do. So I'm going to say this is a thumbs up. Thumbs up for me, too. He's a uh, tough, demanding coach who um, is going to make the Patriots look more like a professional offense. It was a joke. It was a disgrace what happened with the Patriots last season with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. Mac Jones regressed as a result. And uh, I think Bill Belichick realized, or either Robert Kraft told him, hey, we got to get our act together. It's time to hire a real right. offensive coordinator. No doubt here that's a thumbs up for me. All right, Chargers keep Brandon Staley as coach. Thumbs up or down? This is going to be easy. I don't have enough thumbs. And this is all down. I, I just couldn't believe this. We sat here and watched during a show the Chargers blow that game where they were up 27 to nothing on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And we both looked at each other and said, that's the last time we're going to see Staley as a head coach mm-hmm. for quite some time in the NFL. His quarterback comes out and defends him. The ownership has defended him. The team, the organization, it's crazy. I don't get it. That's all I got to say about that. It's a serious head scratcher. I'm going to say if you don't get it, uh, follow the money. I'm going to say it's because Dean Spanos doesn't want to pay off a coach. He's going to fire, and then 
shell out the money it's going to take to hire a guy like Sean Payton. It has to be that. I think money's got to be the answer. It has to be. This is an easy one. Thumbs down. Brandon Staley has uh, retained his coach of the Chargers. All right, last one. The Colts should keep Jeff Saturday as head coach. Thumbs up or thumbs down, Scott? Is Ursay related to Spanos? I mean, <laughs> it's like, I don't get that. I started, I was getting so excited about talking about the petition that's being signed by the Colts fans, and I jumped on all over our first thumbs up, thumbs down with this, but that's what they're doing. They're putting a petition together to try to get Ursay to not hire Jeff Saturday. You got Orlovsky who comes out the other day and talks about wink, wink, who's he going to bring with them as a coach? And there's the rumors flying around that maybe he's going to bring in Orlovsky to help coach the team. Uh-huh. This is bad news if you're an Indianapolis Colts fan. I, I just don't know. Boy, he, he's, not, he's been nothing more than an interim coach, and he failed as an interim coach. His play calling lacked experience, and it looked like it. There's such a big difference between playing football and coaching football. I don't know how you can keep Saturday around. It, it, it's, it's another head scratcher. It's thumbs down. Yeah, when uh, Jeff Saturday was hired as interim coach, I didn't think it was outland- as outlandish as a lot of people did. Uh, but – he did nothing as head coach to prove to me that he deserves a full-time job. Right. Now, the Colts came to Vegas and beat the Raiders. They didn't win again, Scott. Yeah. They blew a huge lead against the Vikings. Uh, I would have to say thumbs down here, and the Colts need to get serious and uh, hire a legitimate head coach. Kind of like the Chargers. Yeah. You know, that's that's why organizations fail, because of, of weak leadership at the top. And that's what uh, has held the Chargers back. Right now, that's what's holding the Colts back as well. A month ago, I thought we would have sat here by now and said Jim Harbaugh is the next coach of the Indianapolis Colts. I don't, I don't understand it. He wants out of Michigan. He wants he out of the college level. Yeah. There he is. I thought the Bears should have hired Jim Harbaugh a year ago. Sure. And the Colts probably should have hired him this year. Uh, did not happen. But anyway, the Colts, Chargers, same old story. Uh, that wraps up the first hour of the show. Hey, we got some great guests on the program tonight, so stay tuned. Back in a couple minutes, Paul Bovey joins us, professional sports bettors. We've got props and a best bet on a total. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.